Welcome to Evening Prayer. I'm Margaret Christine Mullings. Come on in and bless the Lord and begin to glorify Him and to magnify His name for He is worthy of all of the glory, worthy of all of the honor. He is worthy to be praised no matter what you have faced today. Begin to worship the Lord and listen to the, this hymn and I will be back shortly. Deputy Keys Piano Ministry in the background ministering and I did not, I do not own the copyright for that hymn, but oh my goodness, the hymns will never be forgotten. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord for another moment. Glorify Him. Make Him large in your life. Hallelujah. Bigger than any of your problems or whatever situation you may be faced with right now. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Oh, he is so worthy to be praised. And I, I would just like to welcome each and every one of you geographically, wherever you are, in every nation, every province, every country, and in the islands of the seas. Welcome in to prayer. Hallelujah. You will find me in the book of Psalm. 23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false, he will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from, from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. And the psalmist went on to praise David the psalmist. He prayed this prayer of defense, guidance, and pardon. And David wrote, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I trust, O my God. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame, but they will be put to shame who are treacherous without excuse. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Remember, O Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from of old. Remember not the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me, for you are good, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful for those who keep the demands of his covenant. For the sake of your name, O Lord, forgive my iniquity, though it is great. Who then is the man that fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way chosen for him. He will spend his days in prosperity and his descendants 
will inherit the land. The Lord confides in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. My eyes are ever to on the Lord, for only he will release my feet from the snare. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart have multiplied. Free me from my anguish. Look upon my affliction and my distress and take away all my sins. See how my enemies have increased and how fiercely they hate me. Guard my life and rescue me. Let me not be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness protect me, because my hope is in you. Redeem Israel, O God, from all their troubles. Prayer of David. Powerful prayer and very timely to bless your name. Be paused to worship your Father. Your word. Use Father to speak your word. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we thank you that it's not by might, nor is it by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord God. Oh, Spirit of the living God, breathe the breath of life upon this listening audience. Geographically, Father, Oh, my Father, there's a great need throughout the land and all around the globe. A need of you, Father, in need of your presence, your guidance, Father, your miracles. Somebody needs a miracle right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Someone listening right now needs that miracle. Someone needs a healing right now, Father. Someone needs deliverance right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Someone is depressed while others are being oppressed, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh my Father. Someone is hungry, in need of a meal. And Father, others do not know where the next or how the next bill will be paid. But oh my father, son, there are threats of others, their, their homes are being threatened to be taken away from them. Oh my father, there are some that cannot walk and are lame. Some are sad, some are lonely, Lord. Others have no one but you, O oh Lord. And then, Father, many do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and are lost. Oh, Father, but your word said Jesus came for the lost. Jesus came to set the captives free. Oh, my Father. It is written that Jesus, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of, of our peace was upon him and with his stripes. We are healed. Oh, hallelujah. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, divinely intervene all around the globe, geographically, Father. Manifest your healing power. Manifest your word in demonstration. In the name of Jesus. Oh, my Father, open blind eyes. In the name of Jesus, unstop deaf ears. Heal that sick body, Lord. Raise up that one who's in a wheelchair. Cause them to leap and run and walk again, Father. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Father. Thank you that even right now, you're stirring faith. You stir in the hearts of men, women, boys and girls, uncles and aunties, nieces and nephews, husbands and wives, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for the miracles that are happening right now geographically. Hallelujah. For, Father, your word says that the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. Thank you for the healing, Lord. Thank you for the for mending the brokenhearted. Thank you, Father, for imparting your strength to the weary souls that have become so weary, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your refreshing presence. Thank you for refreshing the weary ones. Hallelujah. Thank you for saving the lost. Thank you, Father, for restoring the joy. Thank you for the provisions that have come. Thy will be done in the lives of everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. He is so worthy. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, Father. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, before I leave you, I'd like to encourage you to pray. Pray the word. Yes, I'd like to take a page um, from Professor in research that he had done. Yes, and he had compiled it together and it's titled, Pray the Word. Many believers are, are defeated and sick because they pray demon-inspired prayers. Often, in listening to believers make their confessions to God and say their prayers. I have heard disturbing things. I have heard people who have had automobile accidents in the past say, I bind any car accident from happening that the devil might have set up for me. Why do they pray that way? They are afraid of another accident. I have heard believers say, I pray against any tragedies happening to my family. Why would they pray that way? Because they are afraid of tragedy striking their family. Satan has suggested to their minds and they believe it. 
whether they know it or not. I have heard a person call out diseases and sicknesses that they don't even have, praying against them, binding them from coming upon their bodies. Why do they single out a particular sickness and pray against it? Because they're afraid of it. They have filled their airs and minds with all the latest evil reports from the media and they have become fearful. That kind of praying ends up driving the fear deeper into their hearts and minds. What do those fears, where do those fears come from? They come from thoughts the enemy gives. These are what could be called demon-inspired prayers or fear-dominated prayers. This is the way Job prayed. Job prayed fearful praying, and those, pray those fears spoken under the guise of prayer are what came upon him in Job chapter 3 and verse 25. Prayers spoken in fear are nothing more than a red flag you wave at the devil, letting him know you heard him and believe him. Fearful thoughts come to all of us, but, but you must resist them by telling those thoughts to flee, not by praying about them. If you pray a, a fearful thought, you have taken it as your own. But if you rebuke it, you have sent it back to the devil where it came from. For in the book of James, chapter 4 and 7 says, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. I encourage you to examine your prayers and your words. I'm speaking to me first, by the way. Examine your prayers and your words before you speak them to see what is motivating them. When Satan puts a thought of fear in your mind about a sickness, accident, or tragedy, and you take that thought and begin, and begin praying against it, Satan's plan worked. He, he got you praying his thoughts. They aren't really prayers at all. They are words of fear spoken under the guise of prayer. And when you release them through words, you give those things an entrance into your life. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21. Satan desires those things to happen to you, but he has got to get you working with him in order to get them to come to pass. How does he do this, you may ask? He infiltrates your prayer life through your thoughts, getting you to pray against fearful things. He is very deceiving, isn't he? Oh yes, he is. Second Timothy chapter one and verse seven. Never pray fearful thoughts. Always pray the word of God. If the thought is suggested to your mind, I'm going to hurt one of your children. Do not pray, oh Lord, don't let anything hurt my children. That prayer shows that you believe the threats of Satan. He is not only guiding your thoughts, but your prayers as well. Satan has managed to get you to repeat the fear he suggested. So never, I encourage you, never repeat the fear that Satan has suggested to your mind in your prayers to God. Always pray the word. All you need to say is, Thank you, Father, that no weapon formed against the righteousness of God, my family and me will prosper. 
your prayer now agrees with God's word instead of Satan's thoughts. Do you see the fine line of deception? Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 17. Never single out a sickness or, or a disease you do not have and pray against it. That shows you are afraid of it. And the harder you pray, the more you will fear it. And it will come upon you. Just as Job's prayers of fear came upon him in Job chapter 3 and 25. Your prayer should be, Himself, Jesus Christ, took my infirmities and bare my sickness, and the number of my days will he fulfill in Isaiah chapter 53. It is the word and the word alone that rebukes Satan, not your fearful words of rebuke. Remember, in the wilderness, Jesus always rebukes Satan by speaking the word. Jesus never repeated the temptation Satan spoke in Luke chapter 4. Always agree with the word by praying the word. Never repeat in prayer what Satan or fear suggests to your mind. If you do, you will be agreeing with Satan and those fears. Don't pray, I come against tragedies. They will not happen to this family. The person who prays that will be covering himself and his family with the power, the power of a tragedy instead of the power of the word. Your prayer should be, I have overcome Satan through the blood of the Lamb and my testimony is about the power of the blood of Jesus. That, that power covers me and my family now. By praying the word, you throw the focus of your thoughts and heart to the word and away from fear you can have a correct confession. But if your prayers are demon-inspired and fear-motivated, they will dominate your life. What if you have been praying the wrong way? What if you have been praying fearful words? Realize that you have been deceived. Repent and change today, right now. Begin to speak only the word over your life and the lives of your family and friends. Agree with the word, pray the word, and trust the word. Satan can never deceive or defeat the word. And I will leave with you these scriptures to encourage you to pray the word. In Job chapter 3 and verse 25, Genesis chapter 11, verse 4 to 8, Psalm 34 and verse 4, Proverbs 10 and 24. And 1 John chapter 4 and verse 18. Yes, and that was compiled by Professor Canal Francis Swain. Pray the word. Hallelujah. And I pray that that will encourage you wherever you are on your journey. And remember, as I, as I close, I just want to leave you. There are many reasons, there are many reasons why we should pray God's word. And here, here I'm going to leave with you a few of them. We should pray the word because it glorifies God the Father. We should pray the word because Jesus did it. We should pray the word because it helps us to focus on what is the most important. We should pray the word because praying God's word keeps us focused on praying. 
Praying the word helps us to pray with confidence. Praying the word helps us to understand the word better. And Jesus told his disciples in John chapter 15, verse 7 and 8, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it, it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I am leaving you now. I pray that you will dwell in the secret place of the Most High and continue to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And always remember, no matter what you face or what you go through, you walk through, that God is your refuge and He's your fortress. He's your God. Or oh, I should say He's our God. But you have to make it personal. Trust in Him. Trust in him. He will strengthen you for the journey ahead. This is Margaret Christine Mullins saying, until next time, continue to pray the word. God bless you.